Welcome to AGE Prism Talk, the people's podcast. Take a ride with Christian and B. Moore as they discuss the many challenges life has to offer. Reds and Mail hit the streets to give you an inside look into the lives of others through art, music, and, well, you'll see. Dream Child, our prison correspondent, shares his heart and soul as we raise the voices of many. This is Pure Gold, and it begins now. What is up, guys? Welcome to AGE Prism Talk. I am Christian. And I'm B. Moore. And happy podcast day. Oh, wait. Like, for real? Uh, Did you no, just make no. that up? Uh, yeah, I forgot what day it was. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, did you just look, did you just make that up? Right. So we, we, we haven't been live and in action for a little while. That's because life situations been happening. But like, we, I feel like it's too many life situations. Right. Like, I want to sit down somewhere and just it not has have been, to worry about nothing for a little bit. It's been terrible. Uh, this year has been terrible. Mm. But you know what? The new year is coming and it's going to be a greater new year for all of us. You know yes, it's gonna be a greater new year. Yeah, because it's been kind of bad this year. Like, I feel like, you know, just when we're about to be like consistent, you know. You know what? You're right. The devil has fucking been busy, hasn't he? Right. All up in my goddamn way. Because you know we got our little followers, and they just be all a little animosity. Like, damn, y'all ain't gonna post something this week. I know. Apologies, apologies, people. Yeah. Well, apologies, thank God, B more is alive because she kind of got in like a horrible car accident last week. I did. That is my absence for all of last week because it was kind of hard to talk and breathe. Right. But I can still talk and breathe. But. Minimal pain, minimal but pain. anyway, <laughs> minimal pain. But you know what? But I finally yeah. realized why you got in your car accident. Okay. <laughs> because I was out with two new people. And it was my huh? first time going out, hanging out in my new home. And I went out oh, and I got to get a phone call <laughs> that you were in an accident to break up my little flow. Oh, girl! Lord. You didn't want me to go out. All you had to do was tell but, me. <laughs> but at least you got to go out and have fun prior to. Okay, we, we when we finally went to go out, it was twelve. When I got the phone call about you, it was two. Oh, okay, but you're right. It was enough time that I was already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> because people kept buying me drinks and stuff. But it and was then cool. you had to sober up for my ass. Right. So I went to like this lesbian club mm-hmm. I'm gonna say gay club because I was talking to you know some females okay, some lesbians but okay. they were saying that they just prefer to be called gay okay I get that you know what I'm saying you know what oh, never mind go ahead and say it because I feel like some of the less feminine Lesbians uh-huh. seem to more prefer this to term gay. Right. Because I feel like. Every other I don't term know. is like offensive. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But that is true. I guess I don't. I, but I don't know why. Like, like, does lesbian automatically mean like feminine? Hmm. I don't know. But it's really weird. So I went to like this, this like lesbian club, gay mm-hmm. club. You know what I'm saying? And the reason why I'm saying it like that is because it was more catered towards women than it was male. Mm-hmm. So I just want to separate that. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how many like straight men 
go to these gay clubs. Oh. So I was kind of shocked to see that. Even though I made it plain and simple that I'm still getting drunk for free, so I don't care what your sexual orientation is, you buy me a drink. <laughs> so as long right. as we realize that I'm here to drink for free, mm-hmm. you can sleep with who you want to sleep with. <laughs> okay. As long as I get my little drink. <laughs> but on a serious note, B more was an accident. She's okay, but she kind of has been jacked up a little bit. A little bit. Out of work and whatnot, and you know, if if, if y'all listen to our podcast, y'all know she loves work. <laughs> I do actually, <laughs> and for no other reason, to talk to us about her crazy patients without violating well, or HIPAA like, laws, or like the different like procedures. Right. I went in a whole rant about a procedure last night for no reason, but um, but yeah. It's like I miss it now because I'm like I was just in, I was just getting in my groove, you know what I'm saying? It had been like what I transferred to that department. I think it's been maybe two and a half week, two and a half months. It was well, one on three right? months. Yep. September twelfth. Look at me remembering also, dates. Also, yeah. How do you even remember that? Because I'm good with numbers. Mm. <laughs> hide your wives. Hide your social security numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so like I just felt like I was kind of getting used to things. I was getting more confident, and now I'm. A, I feel like I'm gonna be taken too far back because, like, my job is literally getting this together, handing it, getting this together, handing it. Okay, getting this prepared, holding this, whole pressure. Like, and I can't do most of that right now. So you assist, like I can't. You assist like in surgeries, and yeah. Oh okay. So. Like what I do, okay. So like when you had your bone marrow biopsy, uh huh. I we do those. Okay. So, but you know how it's like all the different tools. You know how right, and you know how it's a bunch of different tools, and right. the doctor's doing his thing, but the person is like right beside him, handing him shit the whole right. time. You know what I'm saying? So you're the person monitoring right beside him. Right. Okay. Right. That's pretty cool. Um. So it's a matter of knowing what to get. You pretty much have to know the whole procedure, so to know what step is next. Yeah, and all right, to guys. For those who never had next. a bone marrow uh, biopsy before, I'm gonna go ahead and post a picture of the tools they use. And it is—it's almost barbaric, and it's almost construction-like right. because the mallet, like they don't really use the mallet on the bone marrow biopsies, but they use them for like the kyphoplasties and stuff when they put the cement in your right um, in your vertebrae to build it up. Um, and it's literally like this, like this long nail with this kind of, you know, hand kind of screw. And it's like a diamond tip, like huge, probably like the size of a chopstick. You know what I mean? Right. Like that diameter pretty much. And then they like, you know, then they drill. And then there's a fucking power drill involved. <laughs> so let's not forget that. And then like while the power drill is inserted and then they put the syringe on the end and kind of suction up. And then that's usually the part that people are most uncomfortable with right it's because pulling you know putting that suction on to pull it through that area and i just be like you know then you got to make sure oh do we have whatever them shit's called spicules or whatever okay yeah we got it. okay and then you got to get more and then you got a whole pressure and then you got to do this and then you got to clean them up and you got to put the bandage up there anyway and that's like one of the easier procedures right but, but see now <laughs> like okay. legit that is one of the easier procedures but you know what i was gonna say but it'll come back to you as just like riding a bike but i remember that that's not that easy because i ain't been on a bike in a really long time <laughs> you don't think you could do it no i went to ride a bike this past weekend um mm-hmm. and i couldn't like i couldn't i forgot how to pedal 
Oh my god It was horrible It was horrible Do you hear me? That's because your ass clumsy now Like you have a whole new Balance And And equilibrium system So so you probably would actually Have to learn to ride a bike All over again And that's what I said I said And you know what though But you lost all of your muscle memory Pretty much at one point And you didn't Try to ride a bike again then so yeah you probably fucked on that you had to probably start right, off right, we gotta get I'm you like, some training wheels we're gonna get you some training wheels right i said what people sit here talking about is like riding a bike that shit don't apply to me because that shit is hard okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but that just is just a metaphor saying you know talking about muscle memory so but again it still doesn't <laughs> pertain to you because <laughs> it's horrible it's horrible your, your, your muscles literally lost their memory so it did it it lost mm-hmm. everything thanks chemo but um okay but let's well, talk about that and the the guillain barre syndrome yeah, right because mm-hmm. you had to learn to walk and <clears throat> all that stuff again so yeah all right girl let's go ahead and tell all my little health business <laughs> you already told that <laughs> so you uh, see i'm only gonna repeat what you already repeated like you don't violate uh, all what my you HIPAA already la- all my HIPAA laws no you already mentioned it before but you know what's crazy though too is like you don't realize so like i got a new car and it mm-hmm. has that lane departure system. Mm-hmm. And I never realized like how much I always like was real, like stayed on the lane to the point, like the system's always coming up, like stay in your lane, stay in your lane, oh, stay in your lane. Okay. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, like, yeah. So are, do you, you, you don't play video games, so I know I you're not going to know, but it's like, would you be able to play like one of those racing games and kind of like stay where I you're supposed to be? I probably because I was driving today and I said, damn, I thought I was a good driver. And I don't think it's that I go over the line, it's, but I stay closer always to one side of the line, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. See, I do that too, especially during um, Rush hour. certain times. Yeah, because... I like to stay closer to one spot because my vantage point is better. Right, right. If that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like riding in the middle lane because my vantage point is better. Right. I can see everything up ahead of me as far as I need to see it. So I need, so I already know what moves I need to make. Well, cars ain't, the, look, these little new cars ain't trained to work that way because them little things be coming up quick. Like, you, I, had, yeah. I had to turn it off because, you know, like, I'm trying to go into another lane. Mm-hmm. And the system's coming up and it won't let me go into the other lane. Like it pulls oh. the car back. Oh no, that's hazardous because I, I could be perfectly good in whatever decision I am making as far as whatever move I need to make. And then you can stop me? Uh-uh. I, I think it has to do with though signaling. Like if you signal and, and then try to switch lanes, it like turns it off. But if you don't signal and you just try to switch lanes. Okay, so let me tell you about that. <clears throat> Let's talk about that real quick. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because I was thinking about I had a whole, you know, and I just be thinking about random shit sometimes. And then I go all off left field with everything that I just thought of. So because. All right. So this is what I think about like fucking drivers out here. Right. Most of them are legit, only concerned about themselves. You know what I mean? Like, I'm concerned about myself, too, but I'm actually not going to be so concerned about myself that I impede on somebody else's process that I don't need to impede on their process. You know what I'm saying? So, and like another thing is, like, I've already made my decision before I've gotten to the point where I made my move. And so I make my move quick. And then this fucking person in front of me who could have made their move 20 fucking seconds ago waits until I decide to make my move. And then I'm like, okay, well, listen, 
No. Stay right there, bitch. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, I forgot my point. I mean, I had it, but then I forgot it because I went a little too left field. No, no. And, 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 I, and I do get what you're saying. But it's funny because it's like both of you have the same thought at the same time. <laughs> no, I had my thought faster than they had they thought. <laughs> Or they just didn't decide to pull the trigger t- quick enough. Right, and they wait for you because to Because I'm going to give you enough time to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just going to, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to give you a second. Because you're, you're going at an okay speed. I don't mind being behind you. We might have to make the same turn. But I'm going to give you enough time. And if you don't make your move, I'm going to go ahead and make my move. Right. And my, I'm going to make my move kind of, you and know, quicker like, than you. Don't be inconvenient. Right, don't, yeah, do. and that's what I'm saying. Like, and motherfuckers are just trying to go around you because, you know what I'm saying, you're going faster than them. And bitch, let, why can't I just go as fast as I fucking want to? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like, it's not that I'm trying to, to slow down. Right. And I just be like, well, I can just go ahead and get in front of you real quick and zip on out my way. I'm not going to cause you no stress. You ain't got to put on your brakes. All you got to do is chill. But right. because you see me rolling up on you, you're going to speed up so I can't make my move. Like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, why? 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 Oh, trust. That's annoying as fuck. That's annoying as fuck. You see me? I like. I, I like to say I'm a good driver, and most of the time I signal. But if I'm the only car on the road, and I look at my oh. mirrors, and there's no other cars, that's what I was gonna say. I'm not gonna about signal. the signal. Exactly. I don't feel like I always need to signal, and I feel like when I do signal, that lets everybody know what I'm about to do, so then they can try to do some shit against me. <laughs> right. Oh, they're trying to get over. Oh, let me speed up real quick. You know what right. I'm saying? Because they see my so signal it's like go not on. To signal because right. If I can, you know what I'm saying? Because I already already read the room. I, I, I can tell it, you know, I've already gauged, okay, you're still going at this speed. I got time, you know what I'm saying? As long as they don't speed up. Right. They see you put on that fucking signal like, oh, and then they're going to speed up. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people just do that shit to be doing it. And I feel like sometimes you don't realize it. But stuff like that, yeah, it's, that's probably what gets annoying to me the most. I don't even want to put on my signal light because then that means you could try to do some shit against me. I don't like letting people know my next move. You know that. I don't like to tell people what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't like to tell people Lord, what I'm doing. We went from driving to a life lesson real mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but just to let the people know, you're good after your accident. You are okay. Other um, than boops, boops, you hear me? Bumps mm, and bruises. Bumps and bruises. Though I am fairly certain my sternum may be fractured. You think so? I just don't think they caught it. The pain that I'm feeling and what it sounds like, you know, like I get that crunch. I, you know, I feel a pop. Um, I can't reach. I can only lay on one side. You know, those are like sternal rib fracture type of, right? you know what I mean? And my thing is like, like if I have this, like it literally, it doesn't feel like I don't hurt from the front, Right. Like you could put your hand, you know, press in the front. That's not the problem. It feels like I have something behind my sternum pushing forward. Oh, okay. So what happens is, is that when I have to sneeze or cough or even yell, anytime I increase that pressure inside my chest, it is stupid. Like every time I sneeze, it's like a, like I feel something shift and... Like, it literally sends pain throughout my entire, in throughout my entire chest, out through my back. So. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Alrighty then. I got got one kid home. The other one I ain't picked up yet. She said one kid home. 
Yeah. Yeah. And tell and your kid, leave you alone. I, you know what? I'm about to turn the camera on her so she can... Um, oh, you're running now. Okay. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> so real quick, though, I wanted to... We haven't done a podcast in a while, so we might be a little late, but I wanted to get your opinion on a few topics. The first one, have you seen the viral viral video or the video that went viral or the picture that went viral of, of mm-hmm. the little boy playing with the kitchen set? Oh, you know what? I've been wanting to talk about that, too. I've been wanting to talk about that, too. I'm glad you brought that up because this dude that I um, that I, uh, friends with on Facebook, he like he's a comedian, but he put up a really good point. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was him or if he got it from somewhere else. Right. I don't really know. But yeah, and they was talking about so the same people, you know what I'm saying, that's worried about the boy with the kitchen set, make sure uh make sure something about damn I'm gonna have to find it now. Something about make sure your son uh something so he ain't gotta drive my daughter's car or something like that. Mm-hmm. I gotta find it now though. But I was like, that's a good point. Like, do we not want uh, your sons to know basic life skills or something and not even that how like many, how many men grow up to be chefs in order to be a chef you have to start cooking <laughs> you actually do <laughs> and that requires you to be comfortable right and with in the kitchen and you know part of creating that comfortable atmosphere is being exposed to it at a young age and see the thing that stressed me out about it though is that people um are saying that you're like breeding gay people like you're feeding them, you know, a gayness or what to say or what? I'm sorry. What's he like wearing a fucking tutu with like goddamn ribbon apron and shit on or something? I don't understand. <laughs> but see, to me, it's not even that. You know, I always I feel like, you know, the same thing that they're saying that gay people do, they're doing also. You know, you're saying this child's getting this impression by Lil Nas X or by this or by that. But in the same respect, they see you sleeping with 50 different women or you know what i'm saying it's like aren't you being impressionable with the things Mm -hmm. you do as well Mm -hmm. you know a a child doesn't a child grows up most of the time with the religion that their parents were yep you know what i'm saying because that's kind of like what's inbreeding into them so to me it's like the same thing it's like the same thing that you're fighting against you're doing yep because i don't know a lot of gay people that grew up playing with kitchen sets (laughs) <laughs> and they still gay You know me neither Actually You know what I'm saying And just like dolls I don't know a lot of gay, gay people That grew up playing with Barbie dolls And stuff like that No because at that point in time In our age Like they was taking them shits Out their hands And like beating their ass for it and shit And, and so, yeah. so stupid but And they still, didn't play with dolls And they still ended up gay They're still wow. gay Yeah so it's like the same thing That you're saying <coughs> That everybody else is doing The same impression that you're saying You know Lil Nas X is doing and you know whoever all these other gay people are I can't think of no other gay celebrities right now <laughs> uh huh <laughs> but it's like you're doing the same thing you know it's like you're telling the kid that he's not supposed to know how to cook he can't play with a kitchen set right so what are you teaching him that women are supposed to do that for him you can have some I'm you know what I'm saying yeah it's like a little ridiculous to me but yeah, yeah exactly so I, I, yeah, I did want to agreed. get your opinion on that because I was like, you know, it's I feel like, like I've weeks. been wanting to talk about that, too, actually. Look, we're kind of two weeks old, but it just, you know, it's just when you think about all the backlash that happened. 
you know, True. from this little boy just playing with a kitchen set. With a kitchen set. <laughs> it wasn't like he had on a skirt and some heels right. while he was doing it. <laughs> exactly. He was just making some oodles and noodles, like <laughs> right. Because you know what, his dad could be in the kitchen and he wanted to. You know what I'm saying? And that, yeah, right. The point, like, what if he was a, a single, you know, single father child? Right. You know, is it not okay for your kids to see that the father has to clean, cook, and take care of a house? Like, this world yeah. we live in is ridiculous. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of pick and choose your battles, and that's just not a battle that you should pick or choose. Right. So now, like, switching topics to another thing that I kind of thought was kind of important, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about feminicity. So we're talking about oh boy, right? Because I'm thinking about okay. So when people talk about a beautiful white woman, mm-hmm. they're always described how it's always a description about how feminine she is. You know what I'm uh, saying? Right. It's always you know about the heels and the dresses and the lipstick and the hair being done and you know how small the waist is and this right. and that. But to me, it's different when it comes to people of color. You know, people are looking for a strong black woman. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, why, why, where did that come from in our culture? Where you know, when when people are looking for white women, they have to be feminine and soft. But when you're looking for black women, you have to have a strong black woman, right? It's like you're taking away the feminicity out of them. You know, you're not giving right. them the opportunity to be uh, soft or gentle or feminine and have their mm-hmm. moments. You know, I, I'm not gonna say weak because I don't think that's a weakness. Right. You know, and I think that's what's wrong with society now is that so many people have to hide their true feelings because if not, you're going to get like a a label. Right. You know, but right. it was funny. And it made me think about it. I was in a barbershop and that's the guy. They were just having a conversation and, you know, mm-hmm. it was like, well, what kind of girl are you looking for, too? And he was like, she got to be strong. And, and to me, it just made me realize, like, damn, why? <laughs> why does a black woman have to, like, be associated with, like, a work function? <laughs> I'm laughing could be more than like 13 things at one time well at first we were texting and then she was I had to read her lips and I was struggling <laughs> so that was part of that but you know look with kids right they don't they don't bother you when you're not doing nothing right <laughs> Absolutely. You could have just Absolutely. been two, twelve. You could have been laying down for three hours. Ain't nobody bother you at all. Mm. But now you trying to record a podcast for thirty minutes, <laughs> and now it's life or death like, questions, right? <laughs> <laughs> and not even for real. It is imperative yes, that I get this eat the rest of the low main girl. Question. Eat the rest of it. Go ahead. Just eat the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Because <laughs> now she's hungry. Uh-huh. Per the funny. usual. Yeah. But what was your take on that? So, like, do you agree? Okay, you're going to have to run that by me one more time. Well, we're talking about, like, the difference between how the sexiness people find in white women versus the sexiness people find in the woman of color. Like, strong, mm. saying a woman needs to be strong is always, like, the first attribute that someone's looking for. Mm. And uh, okay. a woman of color. Okay. Versus, you know, when you talk about like a white woman, they don't come out and say strong, you know, it's oh she has to be cute and pretty, a sense of humor and <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well 
Mm. <laughs> you make me sick, you know that? <laughs> because I'm just, I just, I don't know. It's like, I have to think about it too fast, and I'm not really coming up with... I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to... I don't know. I tell you, all this came from like the barbershop conversation. So they're talking to this like younger guy or whatever. And he was looking okay. in the magazine and he's seen a picture of Gabrielle Union. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he said was, uh, she cute, but I heard she was too much trouble. And it's like, okay. But don't wh- they say this about white girls too? It'd be like, yo, she cute, but like she crazy. Well, <laughs> well I guess the person thing, but my thing was like, what made her be too much trouble? Like what it is that you heard about her heard about her that I guess I said that right heard about her mm-hmm. it just sounded funny that made her too much trouble and everything that he said came down to like an emotional weakness mm. you know her she was clingy and needy or you know she had an attitude and she was rude and she was this and she was that you know what I'm saying and you know what and half of that I feel like is somebody else's opinion on events you right, know what I mean right. because maybe she was just trying to be assertive in a situation that she didn't feel like she was being hurt you right. know what I mean or and things like that and maybe she had to take a different tone because you were getting a little out of pocket you know these are things that are like a defensive thing that but they need to be done like you and, know and to him people it was a weakness to him it was she yeah. was weak because she had emotions weak because she had feelings weak because mm. of all this stuff but um, to me it's like in society that's acceptable in white women White men, women are only pretty when they look like Julia Roberts or Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. at the Oscars, and you know, like, damn, right. she bad, and that's what they want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, when they think about what they want their wife to look like, she got to be like Harry and Tubman and build the underground railroads and shit. <laughs> you know, which was yeah. a probably ignorant statement because I know she didn't actually build a railroad, but right. <laughs> oh God. It won't like she was under there building train tracks and shit. Like, give me the steel. Yeah, yeah, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. It's okay, 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 okay. All right. Well, I keep, I keep digging my hole. But you know, what I'm trying to say it, it was like such yeah. a big contradiction that like everything that they wanted in white women was so much to do with being feminine, mm-hmm. and then everything he wanted in a black woman had so much to do with strength. You know, he wanted a warrior and black woman, but you know, a princess and a white woman. Right. You know, it is like. I think mm-hmm. that's what's wrong with society now, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like we put too much pressure on our black women. <laughs> or just women of color. You, you know, know, they're required to yeah. raise men and they're required to take care of a household and, <laughs> you know. Yo, and it is quite difficult. Have her own. You know, I want somebody that got her own. But no, why you can't come in and help her? You know. Because mm. you won't handle problems taking care of that white woman. You'll take care of Becky. But why you can't take care of Cleo? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I hope that I'm like explaining it right and people don't look at us and be like, we're going to cancel these people. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, in my head, it makes sense to be right. Mm hmm. But, but I don't know if I'm like explaining it correctly. Mm hmm. So, what we'll I get on. that. <laughs> Yep. All right. So yeah, let's move on. Um, yeah. So yeah, 
<laughs> so B more gets in the accident, and I get a phone call from Georgie Porgy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's two o'clock in the morning, and my call ID says Georgie Porgy. <laughs> That's all the way dead. You know what I'm saying? That's all that the way there. That is so funny. So Georgie Porgy kept calling me. So after a while, I was like, okay, maybe I should answer this. You know? So mm-hmm. I finally answered. No, I went, I go to answer it, but I miss it. So I call him back. So he answers the phone. You know, yo. So I'm like, what's up? Someone just called me. Nah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Click, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Then calls me like right immediately back. Oh, it was like it was so much going on. I I vaguely remember that right now. <laughs> I vaguely remember that. Right. Because he walked away from me, and I remember he was on the phone, and then he. I remember kind of hearing that conversation, and then I remember him calling back and was like, "Yo, what's your name? What's your name?" And then I told him my name, and then he was like, yeah, you know Brandy? You know Brandy? Right, that's what he said. You know Brandy? She was an accident. She was an accident. And I was like, oh, like, okay. But he, like, irate, so I was like, I have to calm him down. And he was like, nah, someone need to come get her because she don't know if she's okay. Number one, did anybody call 911? Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? And then Yo. number two. Does she look okay? Like, is her heart in her hand? Like, explain something to me. What does that mean that she doesn't know if she's okay? You know what I'm saying? He's like, someone needs to come get her. Someone needs to come get her. Right, come get her. Right. I'm out here talking about my chest and my stomach hurts. Somebody better come take me to the motherfucking ER. I know what that means. Okay. I couldn't explain to him that... I didn't know I didn't know he he wasn't calling the fucking ambulance though cause if I had known that I would have fucking said do that shit bro like my, there's no avoiding any of this right here like my shit is dead like Weak bro and you know my what it's shit funny is because dead. I, I, I mean it's funny now we laugh about it now but it, it was just it's crazy to me how like unprepared people are sometimes for situations yeah because he was so like concerned but it was like it fucked him up a little bit too yeah he was though and so he just kept saying like someone needs to come get her someone needs to come get her and i'm like okay bruh i'm gonna need you to listen to me because i'm like 10 hours away so i can't come get her so then he gives the phone to you and you get on the phone and I said i cannot even imagine what i sounded like i said hey are you okay and you said I don't know. And I was like, okay, so I get what he's talking about. So now I have to analyze your voice a little bit, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm like, does she don't know? And like her liver is in her hands. Like, you know, what's going on? No. So then you hand the phone. Isn't it funny that you think of like the worst possible scenarios, but then once you find out, you know what I'm saying? Like bumps and bruises, it was like, Damn. <laughs> right. But no, trust, you were still fucked up because you I were mean, still fucked up. Also true. So but... then you give the phone back to him and then he's like, So you gonna come get her? I'm like, I just told you I'm like ten hours away. <laughs> Did someone call nine one one? He told me something. I didn't. 
do you know if anybody did? You know what I'm saying? Like, did anybody? And then he was like, yeah. You know what? Well, I appreciate you calling me, bro. Thanks. I got it from here. I, and the thing is, it's like, he a street nigga. Like, he a street nigga. He turned so, into a little puppy, yo. He was like <laughs> so concerned. Yeah, that is nuts. That is so funny. He was so concerned. And then it was like, he was just like, didn't know what the hell to do. And it was pretty, mm-hmm. it wasn't funny. Like, it's funny now that we talk about it just because of how, like, the night transpired, uh-huh. you know? And then it's like me trying to think, like, damn, who am I going to call? <laughs> That's gonna be like, cause your brother was just posting on Facebook. He exactly. out dancing. It's his birthday. A- exactly. So he. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, Dang. I know. But luckily he answered it, and everything be, ended up being okay. And yes, someone called nine one one, and by the time your brother got there, they were taking you to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Um, yeah, he was like that. He had to like run onto the scene and try to. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that poor boy. Right. Because I was And, I, him, and he ain't no boy, but that right. poor boy. I know he was probably beside him fucking self. I know he was probably beside himself. And that's what it was. He had like just called me and he was just, I mean, I called him and then he called me back and he was like, I'm on my way there now. I'm doing like 90 miles per hour. I'm like, can uh, you not get an accident trying to go meet oh your my sister God. in an accident? Okay. You know, oh my well, I don't gosh. care. Motherfucker, oh can my. you slow your ass down? Okay. Like, but, um, come on. But no, the good thing is everything is fine. It was just a little, to me, it was just a little, you know, now that you think about it, it's just a little funny because it's like. It was a little chaotic. And, right. And, and, yeah. And, and I don't know if she's okay, but does she look okay? I don't know how she look. <laughs> he told me something. I came out the ditch looking like a zombie. <laughs> right. Right. That was what he told someone else. <laughs> right. That's why I said, I said, does she look like she's okay? I don't know. I said, do you see blood? No, I don't see no blood. I was like, okay. 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 Not that that okay. doesn't mean you're hurt. Well, right. Just, okay. Look. Okay. That's check. Okay. Right. At least everything is like inside. You know inside. what I'm saying? So, I mean, you could still, you could have still been really, really hurt. We're not saying that. We, you know, you're a medical professional, you know, but to me, it was like, I was trying to like get like the, the grasp of like mm-hmm. what I'm about to send your brother into. Right. And so this is the grasp of what was going on through my mind. Okay. Now. I had a situation where, okay, you know, I work at a trauma hospital and basically there was a girl that came in and she had, you know, chest and abdomen pain and she had the positive seatbelt sign. And that just means like, you know, that bruising that immediately happens to let them know that that shit pulled everything in real fast. Right. So basically... You know, and I think she might have broke her ankle or something that night. And so we're, she's over in x-ray. I did like her first picture. Oh, that shit broke. Did a second picture. And next thing you know, like the whole fucking trauma team come in from a different room. Like from a different, like from two different directions through this room, through the main hall. And then they're like, we have to take her up to surgery quick. And I'm like, what the fuck just? And basically her seatbelt, like severed some of her like arteries in her stomach. Out. Hold on a second. Lord have mercy. So basically, um, so yeah, so basically she was like fucking bleeding internally for an unbeknownst amount of time, you know? 
So that was um So that's what was going through your mind. My that was pretty much my fear. Right. No, this is look, speaking of that, this is the uh EVMS calling me to my follow up appointment tomorrow. Oh, to confirm your appointment. So, but it's like a long ass message. Like, am I gonna press one or something? Like, can you get to it already? <laughs> like, she don't know. Well, guys, we, we definitely appreciate you all listening to us. Right. Yeah. Like, just a long message, though. You're funny. It's, it's still going. It's still going. Yeah. So while Brandy sits here and uh, confirms her appointment, <laughs> and now we're saying that it was an important call. <laughs> Oh my lord Get (laughs) Okay it's just going through the same goddamn thing all over again So it must not be one of those You gotta press one or two if you wanna keep your visit (coughs) Anyway So we'll we'll, we'll try to see you guys later on the week Depending on uh, What's what's today? Today's Tuesday right? Right Ugh I don't even know what day it is. I'm saying I do not want to fucking be out of work like this. This is nuts. I'm upset. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but are you getting used to like being out of work or no? Um No and you know what? It's like the book that I had been studying, that shit is at work. I might have to go up there tomorrow anyway. Once I leave. Yeah. Cause I need to start reading or something because the book was pretty helpful. But it's like, it's weird because even like when I would work back in x-ray, it was kind of weird to kind of readjust. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't know. I, I feel like I sh- I feel like I'm a, I can be okay. I feel like I can push through it. <laughs> you're fine. I think you're going to be fine. You're going to go back in there and it's like riding a bike for everybody mm-hmm. else but me. I hope so. I just, what's, what I'm concerned with is them putting me on like light duty. Right. Which I think... It may happen because what I anticipate is me telling them about these ongoing chest thing and then them rescanning me. And then hopefully some bone has been laid down as to suggest healing. And then it can be like, OK, yes, this is the official versus not fucking no. When they're going to make you their secretary, you're going to answer their phones. Hmm. Probably. Either that or like stock rooms. I don't even know. Like that's what I'm scared of. Like I don't know. Like I said, I'm still fucking. I'm still like training in this area. So it's like, ugh. Mm. Anyway, it's it's an accident. Wasn't your fault. Life happens. Unfortunately, I know. But I just don't want it to like. No, I get it. Trust you. Don't want it to hinder and. You know. But it's gonna work out. Yeah, this job that I've been trying to get to since I fucking started in this field. Hey, it's a blessing. All this happened it's, it's crazy to say that But all this happened A blessing is going to come out of it And at the end of the day Something great is going to come out of it for you You know Who knows You could have been at work Got COVID and died two days later Because that's what's happening to people nowadays Okay mm. so, Alright Embrace yep. your pain <laughs> uh. She like bitch that's not that comforting Um. (laughs) well guys we will be back and talk to you all soon have a great week stay safe wear your mask actually is a mandate here in new york now Mm. back to mandate mask mandates so y'all motherfuckers ain't want to listen now you got to wear them
Or you can't go nowhere. And they still ain't gonna listen. Well, they, like there's people like at doors. That's really the only thing that's helping people right now is probably masks. Look, there's people at the doors now. Like you go into a store, they be like, "Put your mask on." Up, oh, you can't come in here. Wear your mask, or you have to like show proof that you're vaccinated. Oh, you know? I did bring my vaccine card when I came up there. Just you in didn't? Case. I did. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. You guys be good, and we will check you out soon. Okay. Bye. Later. Thanks for listening to AGE Prism Talk. We're live Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and sometimes in between. Subscribe and stay tuned in on your favorite podcast platforms. Peace, love, and blessings.